0: What's up? Sick look for the podcast growing up in Italia. Let's go.
1: Up, everybody. This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today we have special guest, Sick Luke. What's up, brother? What's
0: up? Oh, good, bro. How's album, everything, just came man?
1: Out? album is officially out. X Duet. X due.
0: Ex due. Per due. It's out per, two oh, it's per due. Per due. X2. Due. You call it whatever you want, you know. It, yeah,
1: it, but I, I say X Duet, but a lot of people, I don't know if maybe people that are listeners don't know, but X means sped when you're like texting in Italian,
0: yeah, exactly. So, exactly. You
1: know, a lot of people don't know that, especially Italian Americans. I mean. But that I, I learned that the hard way from texting people. I always be like, What's well, always X, X, X?
0: You know, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's, it's exactly that. But I call it like X2 because it, it shows like my double personality, you know, because mm-hmm. I got like two personalities when I'm doing beats I got a hard side mm-hmm. and I got a more soft side. So. In this album, if you listen to it, it's like one track soft, one track harder, one track soft, and so on, you know?
1: I saw like a a theme as far as like, um, like, kind of like these characters, like the artwork is like these like monster characters, like the intro, Not Escura, you could kind of see, okay, like there's like a little theme behind it, which I like because it's one thing to create music, but then it's like another thing to be creative.
0: You know, exactly. and I feel yep.
1: like where you specialize is being creative.
0: Exactly. I like to be always creative and especially with my music. Like when it's my turn, I like to do the most craziest stuff, you know? So for each song, I didn't, I didn't want to do like a normal video of me looking in the camera or something easy in the studio. I wanted to like create uh, like an avatar, you know? So mm-hmm. we created this little monster that is called the Farfastrello okay it's like this, this little monster that's half butterfly half uh bat you know a little monster and on each song he has like a different mood you know mm-hmm. so like the first song he's like going a little paranoia looking at the yeah the red light green light on the sfera song too he's in paranoia looking left yeah, yeah. and right petzi davanti with them is killing side like he's just throwing money like that you know <clears throat> funeral party he's on like a, um how you call the in the cemetery, like, just having a little party. Yeah, he's so in the different modes. It's a little crazy thing. That late milk gave me a hand making it. So,
1: yeah. shout so, out to late milk.
0: milk. Shout out to late exactly. milk.
1: He talks very highly of you. What I wanted to say was, so when you're making these beats, right, and you say, yeah. okay, this is the kind of vibe you feel. As a producer, you kind of have a vision for the song where you're like, I could see it like this. So when you're reaching out to these artists, do you tell them, like, this is how I see the song. Like, is there a conversation like that, or do you? Yeah, like
0: yeah, bro. That like uh, most of the beats I do, I, I always think straight from the start. Like, who to give them to you know. So mm-hmm. when I meet the artist, I tell them what I got in mind. Sometimes it goes through. Sometimes it's it's like uh, they skip, but then we find like uh, another, another idea. Yeah, exactly. Or like with with the Supreme Sfera, that mm-hmm. song was made on another beat. Oh, but well. the thing is. Yeah, it was like very soft. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like Sfera didn't want it that way. So, to make him happy and everybody happy, we we mixed the beat a little bit different, and that came out. Did you say like you little... did the
1: same verses, or they had to redo the verses too?
0: That Supreme same ver- Sfera didn't record yet on the old version. The Supreme did the hook, mm-hmm. just the hook, and then on this he did the verse on the new version. Okay, directly. so
1: that Supreme was first, and then and then Sphera. as As so. For everybody watching, people that do know you, they're gonna learn a little bit more, and people that never yeah. heard you are gonna learn a lot.
0: Oh yeah. So who is exactly. Sick Luke? So Sick Luke, let's say, he's one of the one of a producer of Italy and uh,
1: one of the best producers, I'm, right? Wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could say that I'm the one of the best, but I don't like to be too much like uh, ego tragic. But, but I yeah, know. I'm kind. I'm kind of one I'll of the say best. For
1: you, you're one of the best.
0: Yeah, it's better if you say it. So um, I'm one of the ones that started bringing the trap music in with the Dark Polo. Yes. I was one of the first ones to experiment with all this hi-hats, all these drums that I like the trap music, like in Chicago, Atlanta, you know, I kind of brought that out to Italy. But the thing is, I did it my style, you know, I did it my way. I didn't actually copy their stuff because it it was too hard, you know, like Americans, when they make beats, they have a sound Mm -hmm. that is too hard to copy. That's what I think. They, they have, like, they have like a straight sound that is really cool, but it's hard to make.
1: Was there Even in my... that you heard the first time and you're like, this is why I kind of want to, like, follow this footprint a little bit? Like G Herbo or?
0: Okay. In 2015, 14, like, before mm-hmm. the big year that is 2016 in Italy, mm-hmm. uh, I listened a lot of Chief Keef, Young Tug, Future. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my stuff, bro. Like, Chief Keef? Yeah. A lot. Well, when, I,
1: when I interviewed Tony, he said Chief Keef was his favorite rapper.
0: Yeah, man. Like Chief Keef was a. He, he made so many mixtapes and he, he never really cared what the people think, you know? So that's what, what I really like. He made some crazy beats. He produced too. So yeah, yeah. he's a good producer too. Maybe sometimes he didn't even produced. Maybe it was that we're the he was just there with a producer and he was like, do this, do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he, he kind of had the vision, maybe.
0: Back from the Dead Three the best bro like best mixtape uh, ever made in the rap game really back from the dead tree how how did it like was you
1: started producing and did you meet the the guys from dark polo gang before or after you you started producing
0: let's say no i i started producing when i was a little kid when i was like 13 mm-hmm. years old but mm-hmm. let's say when when i met dark polo it was the same uh, the same time when i was finding out all these uh, chief keep uh, future young top mm-hmm. people so when i met dark polo the first time and i heard them i was like damn these kids rapping just like these people when an italian mm-hmm. and in italy nobody rapping like that like in, in italy people just rap more about like um are you saying in english yeah. like yeah. sentimental you know like love stuff oh, yeah. uh problems instead they were just talking hey. s- they were feelings my girlfriend says it's, feelings they idea. always bring out their feelings you know but they was just rapping like Gucci, Ferragamo, making money, talking about brands, uh, yeah. doing drugs. I was L- like, yeah, L- that's my stuff. That's what L- we <laughs> need. That's what we yeah, need because is- that's going to bring hype, you know? Yeah. Like Dark bring hype.
1: thing and Sfera brought Trap to Italy. Like, they're the, yeah, king bro. Of, they're the kings of Trap. But especially you, your, your songs in particular, Cono Gelato, British Sportswear, Fiore de Mal, like, all in the beginning of this era really set the mood for Italian trap.
0: Definitely, trapping. bro. Like, like those albums we made, uh, mm-hmm. Krak Musica, di Zanzaro, you know, Dark Album, like, that it the sound, you know? Like, that was, like, the stamp. That was the, those were the albums that say, okay, we the guys that do trap. This is trap. Like, when, when you go back in time and you want to look for the real trap music, you got to go listen to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are, like, the mixtapes that you have to listen to.
1: So how, how did that come about? Did you get them in the studio and played it for them or did you create it with them? How did that?
0: Okay, wait. With them, it was a whole different story, bro. Like me making my album was just much more easier, you know? Yeah. Making that stuff with them back in the day, it was crazy because first thing, they never came together in the studio. Never. Old there was always like one, always one by one. Before there were four. it was even side. Side, side baby, baby. Yeah. So especially side, but it was crazy. But like those guys always one by one, they can, because too much energy in the same room. They didn't make shit, you know? <laughs> so you need like, to get Tony, one at a
1: time. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Like in the afternoon, pirates come and then late afternoon, uh, Wayne, then at 2 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, Tony just come through like, yo, bro, let's work from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., 6 a.m. working. Like, every day like that, bro. I was so skinny, black eyes, never sleeping, smoking a lot. Like, it was crazy. I was messed up. Now Different I'm like, time. now I don't smoke. I go to the gym, do music. It's like a job now, you know? It's always a passion. But, like, back in the day, it was a real passion, bro, because doing all that for those guys was crazy. Like, really. Yeah, man. A lot of, but, a lot
1: of times, producers and engineers, they don't get the credit because... Sometimes, let's say a rapper comes in the studio drunk or whatever, and you gotta yeah. make it sound good from what they exactly. give you.
0: I had this experience, the same in America, bro. Like in USA, with the American rappers, it's always like that. They was coming always come in drunk, always, always, always drunk, late. Yeah, studio session costs so much, they don't care. They come late, uh, smoke, drink. They they listen to millions of beats, they don't write straight away. Many times, bro. Like with Hoodrich Pablo 1, with, uh, with Rich the Kid, like all these rappers I've been with always been like that so they remind me of dark polo again like, but i was used you, to it so
1: when you come to america where do you usually like to go
0: l.a but like yeah l.a bro like l.a is is the best because it reminds me of rome you know it's like super chill like everybody's on their lane it's pretty cool then i got many friends out there like sour map you know the big. In LA,
1: yeah, that's I yeah, met yeah.
0: then i got my friends uh julius dillip it's like Google producers, you know? They, yeah. they produce many rappers. and Yeah, it's cool. I like L.A. I would like to go to somewhere else, like New York, Miami next time, you know? But with all this pandemic, uh,
1: yeah. I, I still don't have the chance. Well, when you come to New York, let me know, bro. We, you know, we'll set some stuff. Yeah,
0: bro. Definitely.
1: So let's talk a little bit about Duke Montana.
0: What can you yeah. tell
1: me about, about this gentleman?
0: So This gentleman is, first of all, he's my dad. Made me 18. And uh, he's like one of the first in Italy to do rap, mm-hmm. to, to, make, to make a vinyl with rap music on it. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's like one of the first to do it because uh, since he was raised in America, he, had, he, he, he lived it, you know? He went through it when he was, was just that, starting rap. He
1: lived in America?
0: Yeah, he lived in America. Really? He lived like in, uh, in Corpus Christi in Texas. Uh, oh, wow. In California. and uh, How
1: long did he live in America for?
0: well from what i know he, his dad had a job that made him go around the world so many times uh, went up and down between italy and there until he went to england for a job and that's where i was born my real mother is, is from england uh, in fact i'm half i'm half english half italian half american so it's kind of you're
1: a little varied there.
0: i'm a little varied, you know that's, I'm why, like a, that's why
1: you're uh, super creative and when I was talking to Late Milk before, he was like,
0: you're going to speak better English with him than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the he's thing old. is, my, my English is, I think it's good, but wait, they keep sending me a message. My English is good, but since I speak a lot of Italian, I don't have the chance to speak uh, so much English, you know? Yeah. So since I not have this chance, I have a little bit of an accent sometimes, you know? If I start speaking it always and forget Italian, mm-hmm. I, I might get my accent good again, you know?
1: Yeah, but when I what? came in
0: Italy, when I came in Italy, Italian, I did not speak it at all. I Had a crazy accent, like Americano. Yeah. You know, I used to speak really bad. I sound like Super Mario, you know.
1: Yeah. How, how old were you when you moved to Italy?
0: So it was 2001, about eight, nine. And you spoke eight, no Italian? No, it's a uh, bro. I I learned speaking Italian with uh, Italia Uno, watching Dragon Ball. Uh, Very Cavalieri dello Zodiaco, Pokemon, you know Pokemon. Crazy. I
1: know you like Pokemon a lot.
0: Yeah, man. I always go crazy it, for man. Pokemon. Me too. Go crazy. You but like it?
1: Why'd your dad? Yeah, yeah I, lo- I love Pokemon, especially because I have a, a son now who's six and he loves it. So he to make tough. him happy, you know, like he makes me play to get his Pokemon better. You know, that's good. So I still it's still around. But your dad, so what made your family I mean because your dad was a super big star. Everybody I talk to about you, they say Sick Loops' dad's a legend. He's a legend. Like, you're one of the first, like, songs with Club Doggo, right? Dojo. Yeah,
0: right? he did songs with Fabri Fibra, Club Doggo. Like, he used to work with everybody. And uh, back in the days, he was like, when I used to tell people when I was a kid, my father's Duke Montana. When I start like, you know, doing my own stuff, like going out with the kids, you know, on the block, yeah. i say, Duke Montana's my dad because I used to listen to them. My friends used to listen to Trujeglan, right? Yeah. And Trujeglan was the group where he was, and he used to say, Duke Montana's my dad. And they were like, nah, you're saying some bullshit, bro. Like, Yuk Montana, your dad, he ain't got no kids. And I'm like, no, no, he's my dad, really. People, nobody believed me at the start. So when everybody started to, to know that my dad was Duke Montana, like everybody used to look at me different. But I didn't actually want to be like in, in his, uh, how you say? I didn't want to be famous for being Duke Montana's son. Hey, you so. don't
1: want to. You want to live in the shadow.
0: Exactly. That's what I wanted to say. I don't live in the what's shadow. The so biggest, I did.
1: What's the biggest difference from music in Italy then and now? Like when he was really in in his prime, and right now that you're in your prime.
0: So I think back in the day, there was like not so much money and not so much people actually listening to this music. You know. Mm-hmm. He was really big. Even his group Clan, was big. But
1: underground it, it wasn't or, that,
0: yeah. what?
1: It was like underground. Like you had to look. You
0: know, like, you know if I could, t- I could say like was like, uh, and my dad was like JD Mind Tricks, okay? You know JD Mind Tricks? Sounds In familiar. In America, they're, they're from Philly. They're, they're very underground type rappers. Maybe. Vinnie Pazianza, okay. But they're kind of oh, like Vinnie that. Vinny Paz, Vinny Paz. Vinnie Paz, exactly. Yeah. So okay. it was very underground for not so much people. So it didn't go too much. Then there was the people like uh, Fabri Fibra, Caparezza. These these were really big.
1: Like the first but- rap Italian song I heard was Fabri Fibra in Italia.
0: In Italia. When did you was listen like- to back, back in the day? Yeah. Like that's yeah.
1: the first rap. Because I used to go to Italy every summer. And I remember when Fabri Fibra dropped in Italia, I was like obsessed. I was like...
0: Looking at the Italia, video, that, I can't that believe was dope.
1: Like, probably yeah, me it was dope. reminded me of, like, an Italian Eminem, almost.
0: Exactly, bro. Exactly. So that's the thing, like, uh, mm-hmm. there were just a few people making it go mainstream, you know? Instead, now, everybody's, like, mainstream, but in a good way, you know? It's not mainstream, like, pop. Everybody's actually uh, on the streamings, yeah. going crazy, making videos, well, doing thing, big concerts.
1: One thing that I want to say... Because you know, I spend a lot of time with Sfeda and he we had this conversation, right? He was telling me that Italy really doesn't put Italian rap on the radio. So Okay, stop. that's the
0: only that's the only thing that we're still missing, I think. You know, maybe like in France, they, they already put it on the radio so much, maybe in Germany too, but in Italy England,
1: so, in England too?
0: And in it, oh, okay, England is like America, bro. Like <laughs> really, you know, but like in Italy. That's the only problem. They still don't accept it on the radio. But that's fucked up, bro, because I come think on. this shit would go crazy on the radio, bro. I would just love to listen to um, Soli De with Fede Basta and the Supreme like every two seconds on the radio. No, it's because it's my song and I want it, but like when new songs come out, I just want to hear them on the but, radio you know, straight away going crazy. That, to me, that song
1: isn't like super like, when I think of rap, I think like Tony F, um, Romo Remo, like
0: <laughs> Okay, yeah, that would be dope on the radio. Yeah, I know what you're I mean, saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I understand
1: why they don't have at least one radio, like, you know, Hot 97, Power 105, like at so least we, one station. We, got,
0: we just got one station, but I think it's just on Fridays and Saturdays, you know, when people go out and it's just like from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they mess up with the radio. I would like to open my own radio station and just go crazy. But see,
1: see, like, when I'm here, I hear Kiss Kiss. And it's Get like,
0: arrested. <laughs> I'll put some crazy shit on the ring. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. No, but you know, we talk about it a lot because Italy's kind of strict with certain things because the Vatican's there. You know, like what, we, we compare it to that.
0: Yeah, you think it's the Vatican the problem? I don't know.
1: Like you know, we talk about. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe it's like a conspiracy like...
1: and this and that. It's like, you know, the Vatican's in Italy. That's why they're so strict,
0: you know? Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ne- the next generation going to be different. Because, like, already, like, when I was a kid, when we were saying before with Trujiglan, Club Dog, and Fabri Vibra, that didn- no radio. Zero radio, zero mainstream. Now, things change so much. So, I think, like, another two years, and maybe stuff will get get right, you, you know? Keep pushing yeah. it, you know? You know, I'll, I'll keep pushing it, bro, like, really. So, it's going to come.
1: So... On your album, you have 35 different artists. Speaking of Duke Montana, the last song is you and your dad. I mean, how sentimental is it to be able to make music with your dad?
0: Well, I think it's crazy because like in a song, I say that uh, I can rap with my dad, I'm the only one that could do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I I say this thing in a song, and I think it's it's kind of crazy, bro, because I don't know how many people actually in the world. Work Corey father and son Guns. in that way, you know? Like really if you think about it, like who did it? Maybe I'm up, somebody did it, but uh I don't I mean,
1: know. Of my head, American guys. Um,
0: yeah, somebody did it. Corey Guns and his son, I think.
1: I think like Judy Maybe. probably did it too. Cause his son, like, is, is an R and B singer, but yeah, but it's still very rare, you know. So how, how does your dad take that? Does he like oh my, da- my dad my a- dad's
0: bro is like my dad is like my number one fan uh, absolutely and uh, for him it's i think it's crazy like for me too it's crazy bro like just doing that song together and doing so many songs like especially that song that is the last one on my album i think that's the mm-hmm. one right like, i think that's the most important song on the album you know because we're talking like some uh, some real shit together you know
1: it's a statement too that yeah. it's the last song you know
0: yeah exactly i, I don't care if that song goes like Mainstream, if it gets millions of views, you know, I just want to put that because it's important for me, you know.
1: Yeah, that's like how I see a lot of rappers. Like, a lot of my friend, like I was saying before we started recording, my friend Sax Lecta, he does the same thing as you, where he has all these features, but his beats, but mm-hmm. then on the album, he'll put his daughter, like, he'll use her, her, her sound as a sample, and he has that's her nice. speaking, singing in between, like a song, you know like a little interview, but you know, it's also great because you're basically getting your family, like in that instance where it's kids, you're getting um, money from a kid, like royalty checks from when they're young, you know?
0: Exactly, bro. You're putting them in the music
1: business. And I
0: had to do it, you know, it was like in 10 years time, when I look back at this album, I want to say, damn, I did a song with my dad. Like it's crazy. You know? Yeah. I had to do, I didn't want to put him with a, with another rapper. I was like, let's me and you do this, you know? Yeah. Have fun,
1: yeah, that's that's great. And like I said, 35 artists per due fire album. We said the supreme, Sfera, Tony F, Pyrex, Psy Baby, Joliet, Tedua, yeah. Apple Plaza, yeah. Shiva, Madame, Fabi Fibra, Luke, and the list keeps going on and on.
0: It's a, it's a Christmas list, bro. You know, many, many rappers and singers.
1: Any, is there any other? I mean, I, you're the only person I know that's really doing it like that, that you could literally, as a producer, put out your own albums. But-
0: well, like in Italy, we have other producers that did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they came before me. I think they did it because they had more time than me, you know, because I've been, I took so much time to do this album because I've been busy with making other people's albums, you know, like from Dark Polo, from my dad, from Mekna, Yeah. and my girlfriend, like, I've been busy with so much stuff, like, mm. I was like, okay, you know what, I started when the pandemic started, so, when all this COVID stuff started, so to, I was like, you like okay. You know
1: to to finish this album?
0: Hmm? Two years, almost yeah. two years, yeah, almost two years, and this, the album was ready, like, uh, in autumn, but I had to take my time, you know, because I had to figure out the right time to come out, because with this COVID, bro, it's crazy, you know. Yeah, you, you you never know when it's right, the right time to come out. So I was like, you know what? I know, I know. Let's start 2022, 20, like, with the album and just, just go with it.
1: But I respect you, too, because we spoke maybe a year or a couple months ago. And I said, let's do yeah. an interview. And you said, when well, my album comes out. So you're yeah, know, know. out Friday. You messaged me like three days before. You said, let's do the interview. So I was
0: like. Yeah, I remember, bro. I remember everything, you know.
1: And I appreciate that. It just kind of shows the kind of person you are, you know?
0: Thanks, man. And
1: like, late yeah, the, I, I like, late I like to do stuff, yo. dude, you know? What was that?
0: I like to do stuff. I like to do stuff, you know, new stuff.
1: Hell yeah, hell like,
0: yeah. you. know?
1: No, man, I love I love doing these interviews because, you know, Italian-Americans don't really listen to new Italian music. They listen to old music, like Edo Samazotti. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? like, they listen to old stuff, so... You know, that's why, you know, guys like you, Sfera, Gwe, Tony E.fe, like...
0: So old, I think what old. you do, bro, like, this, all this format, I think it's really cool, bro, because I think, like, you like the bridge, you know? You're connecting us to yeah. come out there and maybe get, like, some fans to, to actually know us and uh, get into our music. Yeah, and man. I think like many italo they could they know Italian or they can learn more Italian with us, you know, and just listen to our music and become fans, like, the Italian fans, you know, so it's just, just cool that you're doing this.
1: It's yeah. really cool, bro. I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys, you know? Yes, yeah. so I'm glad to do it. And like I said, i met so many people that know you and everybody said you're awesome. Like Late Milk, Late Milk we had a great conversation and he's like, he says, Sick Luke found me because he's like, you know, because there's not a lot of people that make rap videos. So he's like, he found me and I was doing a bunch of rap videos of him singing. So I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this kid's rapping in English. You know, <laughs> what made you want to rap in English and put out music in English?
0: Well, since I speak English, I was like, okay, let me just do some music in English to mm-hmm. to fuck around. And meeting uh, late Milk at the time, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, let's just do some videos to have fun. I always had this thing that I, I like to do music and, and don't care too much what people think about it, you know, so... I was like, let me just do some rap in English. Who gonna, what are people gonna tell me? Like, rap in Italian, I don't care. I'll just do it. Then people don't actually know that I'm Italo-Americano, you know? So, um,
1: yeah, they
0: kind of forget this. So I was like, let me just do it, have fun. And Late Milk had so much fun because I I was like, it's a, you know, the animal testing type shit, you know? Like, he just go crazy on me, putting effects, crazy effects. And that's what made him become what he is now, you know? Testing on me. We did so many videos, bro. Like, crazy videos
1: like I, like I saw um the video since a little kid
0: since yeah he did that he was saying a
1: broken heart yeah he did those and uh a, a thing that tony FA said when i interviewed him he said late milk is like the italian cole bennett
0: yeah bro that's that's what i said i'm the first to say that i'm, tony. First? I'm gonna tell <laughs> See, Tony that.
1: that you said it first
0: yeah tell him tell him bro <laughs> like i think that late milk besides the videos the vision i think like if he creates his own format of business he could be like a an italian Colbert you know yeah but he but the good thing of late milk he's kind of like me you know so me and him we can actually go out of italy and do other stuff like he did a video of mcmill right now
1: yeah in london
0: in london so you know our our kind of art can go worldwide so i think he has the potential to become always bigger you know
1: yeah I, I think he's eventually gonna live in america that's why uh me and him yeah died.
0: bro i would go too but the thing is like i gotta do what i have to do right now in italy you know i have to do this album in italy i gotta get what's mine mm-hmm. then when i when i did what i have to do i'm gonna go out there yeah fuck everybody out here no, I'm yeah, Now i'm so always, always you, you, love italy. You, you, could, you could do it
1: you could do it <laughs> but like you, you know he's a super solid kid and that's like why he spoke so highly about you and I notice now a lot of people kind of copy his style with like the effects and stuff. Like,
0: yeah, like bro. Yeah. His, sure. his
1: effects is crazy. How like it runs up to the building, and you go through the cars. Now there's American videos that copy. they try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna send you one after this interview. I'll send it to you because when I saw this, I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. Like that's late milk. It's a late milk production he came um, late yeah he he's he's literally old <laughs> milk then
0: early milk
1: um the last thing i want to ask before we go was how did you get your name
0: Sickly. so my name well um, the thing is like my name came from uh, graffiti
1: oh okay that's like Sveta. You know? Sveta the same thing
0: same Yeah. same thing same story okay yeah yeah because you know you got the uh, you got the breakdancing, the beatbox and the rap the graffiti (laughs) so when i was a little you know when i was a little kid i was like okay let me let me find a little tag name and the thing is like i was with my friend and we was writing on the cars not with the graffiti on the cars with the how you say when it's condensated that the windows like uh, like, everybody does that right you know when you were a little kid i was going all the cars like that and uh, and we was looking for a name, like, what can I write before I start t- tagging the walls, you know, before I start dirtying everything. And he was like, too sick. And I'm like, you say sick? You sure? I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool, sick. And then I was like, you know what? Sick in English means it's dope. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sick. And then when I tell my dad, yo, dad, I got this new tag. It's called sick. He said, nice. You do like sick look, you know? Dope look, something like that. And I was yeah. like,
1: okay, let's just cool. keep it. Even, even your drops go sick look, sick look.
0: Yeah, that's that's funny, too. Yeah, Who did that of, drop for you? Well, I can't say it because if I say it and he finds out, maybe like he wants a oh, whole maybe. lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going gonna to give him writer's
1: credit on all the songs. I'm song. gonna tell you
0: the story. This rapper that uh, he did, he's from USA, and I paid him. So it was cool. You can't wow. say shit, bro. I paid him. Okay. But not, I'm never going to say his name. That's funny.
1: Yeah. I got to right, listen right. and try to figure it out.
0: Ah, uh, man, don't figure it out. <laughs> it's crazy, so, Better do, no, it.
1: No,
0: better do it. So, and then in my album I got like another tag too. It's called Luke Skywalker's La base.
1: Somebody, somebody, yeah, yeah. I heard that sound like Tony Effe or Pyrex. That's
0: right? Pyrex. Yes, yeah, the
1: Luke Walkers with love, I heard that too. Exactly. Well, I met Pyrex too, bro. He's a he's a good dude. When he came to New York,
0: he, he's a he's a too. Yeah, I know
1: his mom's American. Exactly. But uh, we were in the we were in the studio and. I showed him my friend's studio and he was great. He was a great guy, man. I got along with him
0: too. He's cool.
1: So far, all you guys are good, man.
0: That's what's up, up, man. Out now on all platforms. Check it out, guys.